Man, it's your boy Dax, and we back at it like a bad habit here with Entertainment Report Podcast, and we just got it in. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Hut's Entertainment Report Podcast. And I usually do the intro, but this man here, he oh, comes with his yeah. own intro. So listen, take it away. It's your boy Dax, and we back at it like a bad habit. If you want something, better go grab it in today, baby. <laughs> we finna make a big play. Come on. It's Dax. It's Dax. What's going on, my brother? Uh, blessed and highly favored, man. Happy to be back in Canada. How are All you? All right. I'm great. Welcome back to, I could say home. Home, yeah. Home, home. definitely. And I mean, how has it been so far? It's been great. Yeah. Every time I go to a city, because these are my first tours, it's always nerve-wracking because I never know how many people are going to show yeah. up because I've never <laughs> done it before. Yeah. So every every new city is a new surprise and... Oftentimes, it's a pleasant surprise. Yeah. So it's dope, man. All right. How many shows have you done already in Canada? Um, I want to say 10. 10. Maybe. All 10. right. How much more do you have to got go? got six more. Yeah. It's either, it's either I did 11 or 10. It's been like yeah. a couple of days off. One one stretch was like eight in a row, and I think we just did three in a row. So I think it's about 11. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Crazy. And you know one of the ones that I think is going to be in the most to you? Is when you go to Ottawa. Yeah, for sure, because I'm that's where I grew up. So yeah. I'm excited to see how that show is going to be. Some family there seeing me perform for the first time. All right, so it's going to be lit. All right, let's take it back to the beginning here. Okay, what was it like growing up in Ottawa as a black Nigerian? Uh, my time in Ottawa was spent solely focused on basketball. Okay, I went to you know the typical Nigerian events like from the ages yeah. of like. I want to say five okay. till maybe 12, 13. Mm-hmm. And my, my dad had moved to the U.S. So, like, after that, and I went, once I got in basketball, I really didn't go to them as much. <laughs> yeah. And it was just straight basketball. I was actually in Toronto a lot for a bunch of, like, you know, I played on the provincial team. I did okay. all that shit. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're between Toronto and Ottawa. And- yeah, 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 man. Toronto used to be a really big spot for me because just because of basketball. Yeah. So I'm surprised that you went to L.A. instead of coming to Toronto to pursue music. Well, so I left. I left Canada when I was eighteen. Okay, I didn't make music when I left. When I left Canada, okay, there was I never. I didn't. I didn't make music at all. I was Daniel Nwasu. Yeah, just playing basketball. Yeah, so I went there. I, I did a year of prep school. Then I went. I did a year of prep school in Wichita, Kansas. And I went to junior college for one year in Casper, Wyoming. Then I played Division One basketball at the University of Montana for a year. Then I transferred to D two for two years. Okay, and did that. And then I moved to L A. Got you. So when you moved to LA, was it pursuing music or you yeah, just got at there? that point? So I, st- I started. I started writing poetry, um, junior year after I transferred from D one. Mm-hmm. So I started writing poetry that year, and that was also the year I got the job as the overnight janitor. So started all that at the same time, my junior year. Yeah, and then it was from there on that I just kept going. And once I had finished my basketball career, I still had another semester left. Mm-hmm. So I was in school just working overnight and trying to graduate. Yeah, and then that was that's when I made the decision. Okay, once I'm once I graduate, I'm gonna move to LA and just do music. And at that time, that was Wichita, was where you Wichita, went. Kansas. Yeah, yeah, which is where I also went to prep school. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so everything happened there, and you said, okay, so how far is Wichita to LA? <sighs> Shit. So <laughs> I bought a, <laughs> I bought a. So I, I got a license. I've only had a license for like two years. So I was like, yo, I'm gonna have to get. To, I'm gonna have to bring all my shit to LA. This was the first time me gonna be living on my own. Yeah. So I was like, shit. So I gotta, I gotta get a car. Yeah. So I got a license that summer. I stayed and worked during the summer, mm-hmm. and then I bought um, a, a Dodge Black Charger. Yeah. Wow. For 
I think it was $4,000 cash or yeah. $3,000 cash mm-hmm. and drove that. It was like 23 hours. And I'd never driven before. <laughs> so my first drive was 23 hours yeah. to, I took like eight different naps. Because yeah. I was like, at that point I was scared because I was like driving like of right course. beside, you know, it was crazy. So I drove that to LA and that car actually ended up blowing up in a McDonald's drive through in LA. I heard about yeah. that one there. Yeah, when I guess you were ordering, um, what was, because you had the specific order. It was two small fries. Oh no, it was a McDouble, McChicken, two, a small fry and two apple pies. Yeah. <laughs> Why is the order so specific? Because that's just what I, like college, yeah. that's what I always got when I went to McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. That's what you could afford as a college kid. Oh, that was, yeah, that was that was lit, man. Mm-hmm. College was, was dope. Yeah. It was dope. Crazy. How do you even get the name Dax? And what does Dax mean? So Dax is Dan. So, you know, I just, so D, I have to draw it out, D-A-X, right? If you put the variables around, if you put the brackets around the X in math, that's a variable, right? So my substitute for X would be N. So Dax is Dan, which is my real name, Daniel. Okay. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, clearly you're you're a smart individual Competent, to come up yeah. with something. Like. Thank you, thank you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would <laughs> never... <laughs> I would never guess. It's like, what does Dax mean? Because I know, okay, these your Daniel is your first name. Yeah. Not sure what your middle name is, but I know X she is not your last name. Nigerian. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have you ever been to Nigeria? Nah, but I'm going soon. You're going soon. To perform or just to see? Uh, to perform, definitely. All and right. then within that, it's going to be a lot of, you know, visiting the homeland and all that. So. Yeah. Definitely. Since we're talking about it, when it comes to jollof rice. Mm. Ghana or Nigeria? I was never really a big jollof rice guy, man. I thought you were a big rice guy. Yeah, but usually white rice. My mom would always make, she would make like, because she worked so many jobs, so she would make Mm -hmm. enough rice for like two weeks. Mm -hmm. And I just remember it was always white rice with chicken and the sauce was red. Yeah. So it was, you know, it was like tomato sauce, but a bunch of dope shit, you know? So it was just white rice. Yeah. I wasn't really big on jollof rice, honestly. Okay, so, okay, but if you were to guess, Nigeria or Ghana? I'm going to go to Nigeria. Yeah. Clearly, the home team. Yeah, it's the home team, right? (laughs) (laughs) Makes sense. I see you put out a lot of visuals, especially a lot of um, one-take videos. Yeah. Okay? How important are visuals to you and your career? Uh, I think for any upcoming artist, Mm -hmm. if you're trying to get seen, I mean, a music video has a lot bigger chance of going viral than a song does. Okay. You know what I mean? Like if you just in today's in today's climate. Yeah. You know, you're thinking about algorithms and stuff like that. You have a dope you can have a dope visual with a shitty song. Yeah. And it could go viral. But you know, yeah. a shitty song has almost no chance. Yeah. So and for me personally, I just like people to see Dax. Yeah. So when I go around, it's like, oh, you know, there's a lot of people who have big songs, but you you would see them on the street and you wouldn't know. At all. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like I want people to always have this like picture of Dax in their mind. Yeah, because it seems like you're very calculated because you seem to really use the internet to your yeah. advantage. Yeah. You know what I mean? And social media and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I think, like, I had I had, I had a plan from the start. My, my first thing was to get people comfortable with seeing Dax. Okay. So that, I accomplished that, but I'm still obviously trying to grow that. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay, so now, they, now they're cool with seeing me. Yeah. Now I need them to be able to put me in their ears and listen to me without having to see me. Yeah. So now people are starting to do that with Spotify and all the streaming numbers are going up. So now mm-hmm. people can be like, okay, well, I'm in a car. I'm going to listen to Dax. Yeah. People say that now. So now I'm doing better at that. Now it's about, okay, now I'm going to pay to go see Dax. Yeah. So see me, hear me, now come see me. Come see me. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy plan. Yeah. You can see me and hear me. Sorry. Yeah. Too, so it's like, How yeah. did you even come up with that? To me, it was just common sense. Like, I, was, like, I just like, you know, when I started writing poetry, yeah. I was like, okay, hey, how the fuck do you get seen writing poetry? Well, who else is good at poetry? Yeah. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Okay. It's just like, because yeah. I've always been confident in my ability, so I've never worried about, am I going to be good enough? It's just, yeah. I, I already know I'm great, so fuck yeah. it. So now I just need to get my shit seen, mm-hmm. no matter how I have to do it, you know? So I was like, okay, who else is dope at poetry? Yeah. So I started looking up other dope poets, and people like who fucked with their shit, yeah. I would like follow them on Instagram, and I already had dope poetry content on my page, so they'd come to my shit after yeah. I'd like a couple of their pictures, and like, well, yeah. shit, this guy's dope too so let me fucking follow him because i follow them yeah makes sense right so you ingrain yourself into the community yeah exactly just whatever that community was at that time at that time it was poetry yeah all right well bet who likes poetry yeah (laughs) if you like poetry i'm gonna put this shit in front of your face yeah you know i mean i'm gonna like five of your pictures you're gonna say who the fuck is liking my shit yeah then you're gonna go to my profile oh he makes poetry too well You follow this nigga. Calculated plan. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? And what actually got you into poetry, and where was the switch from poetry to rapping? So um, I was on the way to a basketball game. It was junior year. Um, second half of the season, we were on the way to play Arkansas-Fort Smith mm-hmm. in Arkansas-Fort Smith. And um, I was listening to, you know what's crazy? I just met this group. Yeah. I don't even know if I've said this live. I've said that I was listening to a song. Oh, no, I have said it. I was listening to a group called They. They, and I actually them, just yeah. I actually just met one of the group members in okay. LA yeah. at a fucking like um like fish place. Yeah. Somewhere I, random. After I work out I like I like <laughs> you know, I'm trying to stay healthy, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So yeah, I was like, yo, bro, you know it's crazy? I was listening to your song when I wrote my first fucking poem. So crazy. I was listening to a song, I wrote my first poem. Yeah. And as soon as I finished writing the poem, it was funny. I, I wrote the poem and I was like, Yo, you, I think, like I told myself, I'm the greatest poet ever. Yeah. If, this is my, if, if, this is my, if this is my first poem, I was like, yo, this is what I should be doing. You know I'm what I mean? Dope. So exactly, that's exactly yeah. what I said. Then I showed my teammate, and he was like, yo, you wrote that? Yeah. I was like, yeah, bro, I wrote that shit. He's like, yo, that's, that's crazy, bro, and it rhymed too. Yeah. So I just kept writing poetry. And do then, you um, remember your first poem? I do. Every time I try to say it, I don't remember the whole thing word for word. Let me Give me a second here. Mm-hmm. Um, Gotta give me a second. Yeah. Realize it, realize. Damn, it's on my phone. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and God. this is what really changed everything right here. Yeah, this is what I really want this poem. Because when you hear it too, you'll be like, damn, that was your first poem. You'll be yeah. like, fuck. How about this? Do you want me to pass your phone? Pass my phone. Okay, pass my we're going to do it. Pass my phone. <laughs> Oh, 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 wait. Oh, wait. Wait, wait, yeah, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get something without it. Cause I, cause I, cause I'm, cause so it, goes, it starts like this. Yeah. It's so easy to see what's different when we live in a world predicated on creating your own image. Yeah. You see, being the same is lame. And what's insane is that all fads die because acting like someone else is eventually labeled plain. They lied. There's nothing wrong with being basic. And if what your heart draws you to is considered tasteless, my friend, please remain nameless. The real truth is who we are. We must face it because trying to be somebody else takes way too much energy and there's no way our soul can sustain it. The task is shameless. And if the only reason is to become famous, we'll lose ourselves and join those who became brainless. Uh, and then there's a bunch more. Fuck. Yeah. Brainless. Something, but it goes yeah. on like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, the, And that was your very That was first. my very first poem. Yeah. Because what happened was I, I heard the song that I tried to write a rap. Mm-hmm. And okay. I, I tried to write a rap, right? Yeah. And you know, what, you know what happened? This is how I know. This is how hella niggas fall into this, this same yeah. pattern of destruction. Okay. So I never rap before. Like yeah. I, I, I rap like for fun with my friends. I'm used okay. to freestyle, okay. right? Yeah. So I put, on, I, put on a, I put on a beat. I got it off YouTube. I'm on the bus. I tried to write a song, and I started writing about a bunch of things that I had never done in my life. <laughs> okay. I started writing about like I started writing about like bitches, guns, and stuff like the typical stuff I had always heard though. Yeah, because it was my first time just trying to write a rap because I was inspired by the song I was listening to. So I looked at it, 
and I immediately went, "This isn't me." Yeah, that's the first thing I said. Man, I, I said, "I can't, I can't, I can't say this to anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't do any of this shit." So Especially I'm just like, if so, they know me exactly. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, let me try to write a spoken word poem. And at the time, I thought I had coined that phrase, but I yeah. googled it and I didn't. Nah. So I came up with that, and I was like, that sounds like Daniel. Yeah. And then I showed it to my teammate. Because at that time, you were still Daniel. You didn't come up with Dax. Yeah, there was no Dax whatsoever. It was just Daniel yeah. Nwasu Jr., the, the spoken word poet. Yeah. I had a whole different logo I was trying to make and everything. And how long did that last for? That lasted for like six to eight months. Yeah. And then where was the switch between say, hey, you know what? Let me, now I think I have a handle. Let me turn it into rap right now. The switch was just there was no replay value in poems. Okay. You know, I'd show it to somebody. They'd be like, yo, that's crazy, bro. You wrote that? Yeah. And I'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's no. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I started making like, music videos. I, I wanted to be the Drake of poetry at one point. Okay. I was like, man, I'm going to make spoken word poetry music videos. I have music videos and everything. I took them down, though. Okay. And because then, I like, noticed that your page has been up from um, 2012. No, so that's why I tell people all the time. So my YouTube page, I, I created one in 2012 because I used to watch YouTube videos like everyone else. And it was like, so my YouTube is my Gmail. Yeah. Got you. Got so you. it's like I made it in 2012 when I made yeah. my email. Got you. Just to log into YouTube to yeah. like, you know. Like, be like comment. Yeah, to do shit. You, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So there was nothing on there up until 2016. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was the first okay. time I posted. Okay, and what was your first song? And then did you have a music video to go with it also? So the first song was a was a Drake remix to One One Dance with Rihanna. Okay. I need a one dance. Yeah. yeah, I rapped on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first That was the first song I ever did. And then it was uh, after that, I shot a music video for that. Okay. And it was a song called Black in America. I just kept going. And what was the response like when you started to actually put out the music videos? The response was always good. Yeah. The words were always there. Yeah. It was just the delivery. And the you know? format. And How the format, I exactly. Fit it into this format right yeah. here. Yeah. But the words, they were like, oh, okay, well, he's saying something. Yeah. No, that's crazy to actually say, you know, hmm, let me just change. But you seem to be confident. Like, okay, uh, yeah. you know what? I'm going to just do this because I can. Yeah. And I'm going to be the greatest. Even though I've never done it before, I'm the greatest. Yeah. 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 For sure. You have to have that type of confidence. But you, I always tell people you have to have that confidence, but the confidence has to be somewhat, you know, be like, you know, I'm, like I don't cook, you know, yeah. so I'm not going to tell motherfuckers I'm the greatest cook. <laughs> you know? But if you cooked your first dish, yeah. it seems like you would think that you're the greatest cook now. Yeah, if you if you're willing to put in the time, I'll say I'm the greatest because I know I'm putting I'm willing to put in the time. Someone who would be the greatest is going to put in. Got you. You know what I mean? I think I have some skill and I'm willing to craft it, so I'm not afraid to say I'm not, I don't think I don't think I'm the greatest. Yeah, I think I'm one of the best. I think Got I'm you. one of the greatest. Got you. To to do what to do like shift words and stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't think I'm the greatest. That's subjective. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm up there. That's crazy, but you know what? Because I know originally you even came out with a lot of motivation. Yeah. So it's like you're you're so much in one, a motivational artist, a poet, yeah. a rapper, an athlete. Do you act? Uh, I mean, I I'm, I want to get into acting and stuff. I do a lot of it, like in my videos and stuff. Yeah. I guess you know. I just like like I said, like I was like I stopped motivational speaking because I told myself you don't need to be a motivational speaker to be a motivational speaker. You. you know, I come on things and do interviews where I can yeah. sit motivation. I don't need to actually like, mm-hmm. you know, be uh, Eric Thomas. Yeah. He's great motivational speaker. Crazy. Les Brown. Like, yeah. I, I used to watch these things yeah. religiously. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Fucking man. I used, yeah. Yeah. Good times. But um, so, yeah, just I shifted when I when I figured out there was really no replay value. Yeah. In poems. And I wanted my shit to be, you know, to live forever. To definitely get popping from there. And as we're talking about motivation. I know you also follow and you've been in contact with Gary V. Mm, yeah. How did you get in contact with Gary V and Mike Boyd? Oh man, so 
Uh, Gary V, I've been DMing for a minute. I just always thought he, I had similar, like I used to do, I used to do these poems in front of this picture back at my school after I was off of work. Mm-hmm. And I would always take different things and compare them to life. Like I, for example, I had this popular one that was like about a banana. Okay. And like, I just had a bunch of, I used to do it about ramen noodles, all these different yeah. type of topics and then spin it around and see how it relates to life. Right. So there was so many things I was saying that were in line with a lot of the things Gary Vee preached. Yeah. So I used to just like, you know, hit him up in the DMs be like, yo, man, like da 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 But like obviously like, you know, like he was at a different place in his career and it just didn't make sense. But as yeah. I continued to grow and he started seeing some of those DMs and the growth, we just like there was some conversations led back and okay. forth. And then I, I, I think a kid I know, I forget his name. God damn, I feel bad. He got yeah. in contact with Mike Boyd. Yeah. And then when I went to New York, we met up with Gary. Yeah, because I know Mike Boyd is definitely the music guy that puts on all the artists yeah. to Gary. He says, hey, yeah. these, this is who's hot right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's so, big yeah. right here to get into that type of circle there, yeah, especially music and motivation all in exactly, one. Exactly, yeah. And I'm, just, I'm excited to do an interview eventually and just like, because the, there's really a storyline there. Mm-hmm. You know, and he can even go back in the DM and see from like twenty, like sixteen. You know, like that's can, all long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's a couple guys like that. Him, you know, Prince A. Me and Prince A are cool now. Okay. Um, there's a bunch of different people like where they see the they've seen the growth from when I started hitting them up to now. Yeah. So it's a very just cool, like story. That's a good thing with Instagram is when even if you didn't answer the DMs at first, when yep. you start to get cool with them and then they go back and read it, it's like holy shit. The timeline is yeah, crazy. It's crazy, man. You know it's crazy. Mean? Sometimes you gotta delete that timeline though. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> depending on depending on what's being said. So, yeah. Yeah. You know? Because I know you interact with your fans a lot. Hella, yeah, yeah. A lot. One of your goals is to I guess be one of the most interact with your fans the most on yeah. any social platform. Yeah, well, I think I honestly, I think I am now. My goal is to maintain it now because the more, I, the busier I get, the harder it gets. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just more people, more people, people do crazier things now. Yeah. More people go out of their way to do some things. So, but I still try my best. Yeah, yeah. What's the craziest thing that happened in your DM so far? Honestly, my DMs are very, very positive. Okay. Only if there's been like you know sort of a negative situation, maybe that comes out. There might be certain people who like say me negative things, but I always just show I always show negativity, positivity anyway. So it just gets shift uh, shifted under the rug. Yeah. But craziest thing, really nothing, man. My my, I always say you 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 receive the energy you put out. Makes sense. And the type of music I make. Like for example, I, if I'm if I'm talking to a girl, she'll always be like, "Oh, I bet your DM is like full of just like like girls who are just like trying to just like da 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 da." You know what I mean? Right. I'm like, "No, nah, I don't really like rap about that type of shit." So right. I don't have that type of energy in my DMs. Mm-hmm. It's a they, people approach me differently. You're not gonna approach me on no ratchet shit because yeah. I don't talk about no ratchet it's, shit. You're not putting that energy out there, so exactly. then you're not gonna receive that. Most likely, you're not gonna receive yeah, that. Yeah, for the energy. most part, yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, the DMs are pretty. They're, it's it's a really nice place. Okay, it's a positive playground. Yeah, cause I see you post a lot of them. I see you interact a lot. It's crazy when it comes to your DMs and stuff like. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fun, man. Why do you even want to interact with your own fans so much? I've always had this like cool. I'm starting to get more comfortable. This is fun. Yeah. I started, <laughs> I've always had this cool thought. I was like, yo, imagine being like as big as Drake. Yeah. And then like replying to a kid's DM. Yeah. And just like changing that whole person's trajectory of life. Yeah, for sure. I'm talking about like, like someone's in the dumps. Yeah. And you're just like this huge artist and they think there is no way they could ever talk to you. It's just like me being young yeah. and like trying to hit up fucking like Michael Jordan. Yeah. I think What's there's no absolute way. 
And that's imagine me as a young basketball player. Yeah. And I'm trying to like Michael Jordan has an Instagram. I'm DMing him. I'm, he's never gonna reply. Then all of a sudden one day he's like, "Hey man, keep going. Stay strong. You got a chance. Just like that. Change your whole life, bro." So like whenever I reply to him, I'm like, "Yo, I could be mm-hmm. potentially that to somebody." You know, a lot of kids who rap. Like mm-hmm. I'll be like, they'll send me some shit. I'll take a listen in like five or ten seconds, and I'll just yeah. be like, "Yo, you got potential." Yeah, that could change someone's trajectory of yeah. like life. So and, that's why I like it. And a lot of times, it's nothing that happens instantaneously. You might meet this person five, ten years from now, even twenty years from now. Yeah, you will say, "Hey, I talked to you, DM." Yeah, and it just changed everything right there. Yeah, and it take it takes one moment. You know, I was, yeah. for example, who am I? Because I, I I play uh, big attention to basketball. Yeah. And if you play basketball, you know that all it takes is like one game of you playing really well. And once you feel like you belong, that confidence takes over and it can change a whole season. 100%. That's happened to me like so many times. You know what I mean? So it's like an NBA right now, a guy named Ken, Ken, I think Kendrick Nunn. I went to, I fuck with him because I went to junior college with his sister. Okay. She she was on the the female team at Casper College. Yeah. So he he's in the NBA. He didn't like he didn't get drafted all this stuff. Or I think he got second round or something like that. But he wasn't getting any chances. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden in the preseason, he had a good... Um, Good summer league, preseason he scored forty points, okay. and just since then it's been like a fire, d- fire, yeah. And he yeah. might he's like second in the rookie of the season right now, okay. low key behind uh, where the fuck the other person is. But yeah, so it's like that one moment could shift someone's whole life. That's what life is. Life is about time and place, time yeah. and place. Everything changes in an instant, time and place. Yeah, depending on where you are, what you're doing. Yeah. Just so, like so, so that and then I just I just like I like talking to people. Yeah. And the, the DMs is an interesting and fun place. You know, I try mm-hmm. to take it for what it is and it's just mm-hmm. it's just cool to interact yeah especially being an artist now you know what tools you have to uh, access to yeah like um facebook instagram and all these stuff here where before artists it was you're way off here and yeah. your fans only see you at a concert mm. now your fans your family sees you on a daily family, basis there you go there you go there you go <laughs> don't forget that yeah. yeah i hate that word family, yeah man they, they see you on a daily basis so it's it's a lot different now yeah especially when you talk to them online and then they come to the concert they actually oh great take feeling. a picture Oof. Great feeling. Yeah. I get so many pictures after shows. Yeah. And I'll be like, damn, we've been talking for a minute. Crazy. You know, like, just like, even it's just me, like, just liking a heart in a con. You know, yeah. it's anything. It's like, wow. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense, man. If you want to be successful, why not talk to the people who fuck with you? Like, It'll I don't, I don't, sense, I don't waste right? time trying to become friends with other, like, I'm not going to spend time trying to meet other rappers all the time. Yeah. They're not coming to the shows, mm-hmm. not putting me on. Yeah. No, they're not co signing me. Yeah. So I'm going to spend time with the people that fuck with me. Yeah. At the end of that's the day. That's actually co-signing you and putting you on. Exactly. That's exactly to what To me, it's just common doing. sense. Yeah. You know? like, And a lot of people don't see it that way, but that's really and truly what it is. Yeah. You know what it's, I mean? It's, it's, it's the, it's, I, I hate leaving things up to chance. Yeah. And waiting on some like big rapper or this or that to happen is leaving life up to chance. Yeah. And I believe if you leave life up to chance, you're weak. Yeah. Got you. That goes back to your motivational side of you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Let's get into something that something that happened in the last week or two. Mm-hmm. Juice World, the passing of Juice World. Mm. I know in 2018 you actually had a show with him. Yeah, I opened up. That was my first time opening up for a big artist. Was that in, was your first was, time. Yeah, I, was, I think it was. In, I only started performing like a year ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was last. That was when I the first year I moved to LA. I opened up for him in Santa Ana. I think I forget where it was at, but it was yeah. like dope. Yeah. It was dope as shit. And I actually you know it's crazy when um, a lot of people don't know this, but it's on the uh, Adam 22's vlog he does. There's one vlog where it's where it's Trippy Red and Juice where they're in the studio making yeah. a song together, and I was actually in the studio that day. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was in the studio that day, and yo, Juice was the nicest person, man. 
Okay. Nicest person. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't like supposed to, I wasn't supposed to be there. Like I was just I knew someone. They just let me in. You know, everyone's like doing all their things in there. Yeah. And I'm just like they're feeling like awkward. Nigga mm-hmm. walks up to me. He's like, "Yo, what's up, bro? You good?" Yeah. I saw like that shit you did with Hobson, bro. Like the thing on the the dollar bills. I'm like, "Yo." Like just went out of like nice. Yeah. Nice kid, man. So I just I just I was just I have nothing but, you know, good things to say about Jewish World. I'm sorry for him and his family. Yeah. It's tough. I don't even like, you know, the situation's just hard. I don't even like speaking on stuff like that. I just it's just it's terrible. It for sure. Do you remember where you were when you got the message or seeing it on Twitter or Instagram? I was on this Canadian tour. I think Britney texted me. Yeah. It was in the in the morning. I was just like I was like, There's no way. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. That one's like really shocking. Yeah. You know? Especially when it's somebody that you interact with, not like it's somebody in the community out okay, here. Rappers are rappers, you always yeah. have your back. But somebody you interacted with? Yeah. And then no one, like, fuck, man. Yeah. It's just unfortunate, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one of those things sometimes. As an artist, if you're to describe yourself, how would you describe yourself? Man, the one word I always like to use is legendary. Yeah. Tell me why. Um, the reason I think Dax is legendary, I think I'm legendary. Be- I'm I'm legendary because I say I am. Yeah. You know, what I mean, I b- I believe in crowning yourself. That's why I have living legend tatted on t- t- like two places in my body. Yeah. Like I'm the type of person like there's there's not a human being in the world who can tell me who I am or what I do or how good yeah. I am at this. Like you're you know you bleed like me, so you can't say anything to me. You know. We're all on the same level. Yeah, we're on the same level. So yeah. who are, you know who are you to tell me that? So. And I think I think the the body of work I put out so far within the span of time I put it out and for how long I've been doing music I think it speaks for itself like songs like Dear God you know yeah. like just things like we're, those you we're know we're gonna get to that because that's yeah. crazy thank you thank yeah. you so yeah I think I think and then I think I spend time on the things that matter you know mm-hmm. which I think at the end of the day is the people yeah you know at the end of the day it's like without the people there is nothing. It doesn't matter how much numbers you see on your YouTube videos, your Spotify streams. You have to remember behind it, there's people behind exactly. it. Exactly. That's why my favorite thing now is to do, like, I love doing these shows and to yeah. actually, like, interact with people. Yeah. And I think, like, I just, I think I do just an excellent, you know, legendary job of interacting with the people and making an effort. And, you know, I don't make sad music pertainingly, yeah. pertain, yeah. like, pertainingly. Like, I have some songs, depending on how I feel, yeah. maybe, like, sort of, like, lower. But all my shit... When people listen to my music, they want to do better in life. Yeah, and I know that because because they they tell me, you know. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the songs are focused on that. So yeah. I feel like if I'm, you know, it's like LeBron James. He makes people better, and I think Dax as an artist makes people better. Makes sense. You know, you're not listening to Dax and going like, "Oh my God, yeah. he, he's he's helping me with my pain." But then what? Yeah, like you're listening to Dax and like, "I right, let's go, let's go." Yeah. So I think that you know. So would you say you're a motivational rapper? Nah, I wouldn't say I'm a motivational rapper. I should just say I'm a, I say I'm an inspiring person. Yeah, I think just the way I go about life and the way I handle situations that people have seen me go through, even negative situations I've been in the past year, yeah. it's just like, you know, there's been so many things and people that have tried to bring me down with just in the last year, and I, I shouldn't year. be, I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now and how well I'm doing it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think a lot of people see that and they say, "Wow, this guy's not even phased by any of the shit that all the." people say it doesn't, yeah. he doesn't care so why should i even care about these little kids in my high school mm-hmm. calling me this or calling me that yeah. you know so so it's only really been a year or how long has it been for you right now making music yeah it's been three years three years been three but years. you really started to take off within the last year to two 
Yeah, about last year. Yeah. Because I know that you had put out a your goals for 2019. 2019, yeah. All right. Give me your top five that you achieved and top five that you almost got to but didn't really get to. Top five I achieved? Yeah. Top five I achieved was I said I wanted to do 55 shows. I yeah. think I, what did I put on there? No, I said I wanted to do 50 shows. Yeah. I ended up doing 100. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. had like, when I wrote that goal, I had no idea yeah. how the fuck I was going to do 50 shows. So you just randomly came up with this number. Yeah, I just, I'm going to do, I want to do 50. 50. That's the goal is 50 yeah. shows. And then I, you know, I had on there, um, you know, do go on tour with a big artist. Yeah. I went on tour with Tech Nine. Okay. You know what I mean? That yeah. was that was 55 shows. So after yeah. that tour, I had already accomplished that goal. Awful. So it's like you did everything in one with the tour with a big artist. Exactly. And 55 shows all in one. Boom. And then I put on there, I want to do my first headline tour. Yeah. I did two. I did the American one, now this Canadian one. So those goals were those goals felt really good to accomplish because when I wrote those goals down, I had no idea how the fuck I was going to yeah. do it. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I just, I didn't, like, I like when I wrote them in January, I was like, man, I'm Fuck fifty shows, fuck. I was like, yeah. I did like three in the last year, you know. Yeah. How so, am I gonna achieve this? Nope. I'll put it out there and we'll figure it out. Exactly. So those ones. Um. Then a lot of the numbers went up. A million Spotify monthly listeners. That was big. Um. Uh. The YouTube numbers. Yeah. Making the amount of money I made. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's a lot of big ones on there. Every you know, it's crazy. All the ones that I didn't really achieve were yeah. the ones that are like out of my control, dependent yeah. on other people's opinions of me. Got you. Basically, what yeah. it was, you know what I mean. At the end of the mm -hmm. day, so everything, everything that I could like pretty much control, like had a you know, oh my content, this that this that, yeah, smashed it. Yeah, you know now when it's based on like oh this well this motherfucker doesn't like me. Yeah, so I'm not gonna <laughs> so I'm not gonna get that interview. You know what I mean? Yeah, those are things that I, I missed out, out of on. your control. Yeah, out of my control. I got you. Okay, so then now we're basically in December, right? now. Mm -hmm. what's your goals for 2020? If you want to share any of them. Oh man, I've been I've been starting to write them down. Uh, shit. Let me read up a couple. I don't want to give too much sauce, you know? Mm -hmm. If you give all the sauce away, <laughs> what happens, huh? Let me see here. Every time I'm in Canada, I feel like my accent's coming back. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah, because cause we're around. You're hanging yeah. out. We're hanging out. Let me see here. I have some fucking goals in here. Uh, okay, so here's some a couple just like, I was, I like I have goals, list yeah. of goals, but then I also have like statements. Got you. So here's one. In 2020, the narrative on DAX is going to change. Okay. That's one goal. And what do you mean by that? So I want the narrative. I think there's been a narrative created by 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 dumb people who don't know me. Okay. And I think that a lot of people have tried to create this narrative of me online that isn't the truth. And when you say that, what is the narrative that they're really <laughs> Some creating? people just like, they think like, oh, you know, DAX is an asshole or like, yeah. you know, for situations that they really don't even know what really went on. Yeah. You know, that happened like a year ago. You know what I mean? And we're all just really just situations of just like not really being in music a long time Got and not really knowing how things work, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's just a narrative I want to change. And I, it's, a lot of people don't believe that because they meet me and they see what the real thing is or when they come to shows and stuff like that. But I just, I'm a person who's like, I'm fully comfortable with myself. So I like to spend time trying to change other people's opinions Got you. because it doesn't hurt to have more people think good of you. Makes sense. Right? It's, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm cool with myself, so yeah. now let me try to make other people cool with me. So you're going to change the narrative. Yeah, so in 2020, we're going to change the narrative. In 2020, um, another thing I wrote down was I want Dax to be widely respected as one of the best rappers, um, period. Okay. That's what my goal. And maybe not, like, success-wise, because yeah. that's the thing that takes longevity sometimes. And, you know, you don't want anything to come too quick anyways. But exactly. But in terms of just, like, 
rapping, you know, the words, the way you say the words, the passion Ours behind matter. them, what you're saying, yeah. the, the 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 whole encompassment of the whole package of a, of a, of what an artist is, not just a rapper. Yeah. I want people to say, man, you know what? I'm not even I'm not, I'm not even like this motherfucker Dax, but he's just he's one of the best. And there's just yeah. nothing we can say about it. That's Masters. my that's another another narrative I want to create. Yeah. Um, give me two more. Two more, if you're willing to share. Um, man, I want to. Uh, no, yeah. keep that one. Um, <laughs> I want to hit. I want to hit. Oh, I haven't really decided on the number yet. Yeah. yeah, there's a couple of numbers I haven't really decided on yet. I want to do. I want to sell out a tour. Okay. I want to sell out my own tour. Yeah. And I want to upgrade from the venue sizes I was doing, but I also want to sell those out first before yeah. I move on. But but I, I'm I'm. I'm foreseeing like some very big moves happening to where it jumps in size. Yeah. So my goal is to like sell out a tour. Okay. I don't know if I'm gonna be doing enough, but like or just I sell like half. I'm gonna like it's gonna be half of a tour, or twenty shows on like twenty shows in a year, something like that. Yeah. To sell out a certain number of shows, and then um, to be an XXL freshman. Yeah. That's a goal too. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's big. And again, a lot of your goals are achievable. They're a little far out. But yeah. they are achievable. Yeah. Especially yeah, yeah. if you're going to be an artist. You don't want to say, okay, I could reach 100,000 followers this year on Instagram. Why do 100,000 while well, you could do 2 million? Exactly. Big difference. Big difference. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Are you on TikTok yet? I have a TikTok, but I'm not really versed in it yet. Yeah. I'm more like I'm. I'm more on the side of I don't really want to be on there posting too much, but I want to just like have. I know a couple people. Like I have some friends. I have some pretty big pages. They're gonna yeah. start like once I get my songs on there. Yeah, they're gonna start doing TikToks to them. Yeah, you know. Now, man, I think you would do amazing on TikTok. I think I would do too, but I'm also just trying to like. Like I'm getting old. Like I'm 25. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but you know what? No, but you know what I mean? Like I'm. I'm I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, no, but so I, clearly, I comedian fast. is part of what you do. Also, I'm a funny guy. I'm, show you. I'm definitely a funny guy. Definitely yeah. Funny guy. At 25. I'm. But no, like I age. I age quick, and I learn things fast. And I'm just yeah. like, you know, I. There's just like certain things. Like I, I, I like, I love TikTok, and I want to get on, but I just don't want to be on there acting too much of a fool. I don't think with your mind how it works, it wouldn't have to. You don't have to act. You could put out one-minute videos. Mm. Like, this is a music video exclusive for TikTok. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's something you could think about. That's there. true. Yeah. I love, we went to TikTok. I love TikTok. I, I've been trying to, like, find my way on there. You know, it's hard starting. I've worked so hard at things yeah. like Instagram and YouTube and, like, Spotify and buildings up that when yeah. I see something where I have to, like, start from zero, I'm just like, man. But it's, it's the, that's the business. And then something's yeah. going to come after TikTok. It's just the business. Facts. It yeah. is the business. But I think, try one minute exclusive I got videos. a couple of videos on there. Yeah. My dumbass. I put up one video. I, fuck. Yeah. yeah. What's, a, what's your name on TikTok? I think it's That's Dax. Yeah. Everything right Dax. across the board. For the most part. I always just tell people like, I've been, you know, it's, I've been saying this for three years. I say, listen, just go on social media, yeah. on Google or whatever, put in Dax. If it doesn't show up, I'm not doing my job. I heard you say that already and you're 100% right. You yeah, know what I mean? I've been saying that and I always say, I say, just go put in Dax. If I don't show up, yeah. I'm you're not, not doing I'm, your job. I'm not doing my job. And that's really what it comes down to. Let's get down to your um, Dear Santa series. Mm. I know you put out one in 2018. Yes, sir. All right. Now you're putting out one in 2019. Yep. Drop in this Friday because this interview is coming out Thursday. Yes. So they're going to see it on Friday. So this, so the music video is dropping on the 19th, I think, I think it's Thursday. Right, and then Thursday, the the, the yeah. audio drops at midnight, 
on the 20th so that later on that day so why did you do it that way why you didn't drop everything at the exact same time we I like I just like the I used to do it where because the audio regardless of when you like when things get distributed through all the platforms it always drops at midnight on Spotify across all the boards and I don't want to drop a music video at that time yeah so I would always end up dropping the video the next day at like three or four yeah but like the audio would already be out for some time so I would rather the video come out before the audio and then have people sense. be like oh when's it dropping on Spotify rather yeah. than like hear the audio like it spoils the surprise yeah. type makes shit. sense let's go into it what could we expect this year twenty nineteen. 2019 for Dear Santa featuring yeah. the Grinch dropping on the 20th. You can expect a great. I, I like I like it this year. I don't know if the song is better than the song last year. Okay, I, that's going to be subjective up to whoever's listening. But I know the video is 20 times better. Okay, the video is 20 times better than last year. And like when you watch the video, it makes you smile and it reminds you of like good times in Christmas. Yeah, like I get like a cheery feeling when mm-hmm. I watch it. I'm just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so that's what they can expect yeah. is just to like feel a good, warm like feeling. Like, damn, like yeah. yo, like <laughs> type yeah. shit. You know, feels good. How do you even come up with the concept? Because I can't sit here. I have to be truthful. Mm-hmm. I've seen the preview already. You know, what uh, I mean, yeah. I was preview to see the preview, and it's super dope. Thank you. All right. How did you? even come up with that or how did the team come up with something like that i would just tell my music video that ideas i just sit down and think yeah yeah That's so you're very come up with it. you're very hands-on when it comes to your music visual yeah i come, I come up with the ideas yeah yeah for sure i just got i just sit down my dad my mom and my dad used to tell me like yo just sit down and think mm-hmm. just be still yeah just like you know i'll sit in a room mm-hmm. you see i see how i just stop talking right there i just yeah. thinking just breathing, just like, yo, there's some way to make something happen. That's what I used to say, like, when I was yeah. trying to, like, blow up on, like, and do all these things, I'd be like, yo, there has to be a way to make a song blow up. Mm-hmm. And you got to say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> so then now you got to reverse engineer. Exactly. In your mind, how you plan on doing this. Yeah. So I'd be like, yo, I'll be sitting there. What is a dope idea for this Dear Santa music video? Mm-hmm. And I'll just keep saying that and just keep thinking until I come yeah. up with a dope one. What was the first visuals that hit a mill on your page? The first visual that hit a million was the Hilly Clinton. Yeah. Hilly, Hilly Clinton. Hilly, Hilly, Hilly Clinton. Yeah. I jumping, now I'm tripping. Yeah, that was the first one that hit a million. And what did that feel like when you said, okay, I seem to crack the code now? Man, I'll tell you what, when you when you sit down and you imagine and picture something happening for so long and you've been there so many times in your mind when it actually happens, it doesn't really feel that great. That's why I try. That's why, no real shit. <laughs> like, you know you what mean? I mean? Like yeah. it doesn't feel like you pictured it in your imagination. Yeah, it's just you know. What I mean, like I spend so much time like visualizing things. Yeah. Like yo, this is what's gonna happen. This is how it's gonna go down. Da 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 da. So it's like mm-hmm. I've been there a thousand times already. You astro projected so, yourself. Yeah. Right? So once I get there, yeah. I've already been there. So it's just like dope. What's yeah. next? Yeah. You know. Just like that. Yeah. All right. Let's get dope. into your one of your bigger songs right now. Mm-hmm. That is the Jesus one right now. Dear what God. is it called? Dear God. Dear God. Thank crazy, you. crazy, crazy visuals. Thank you. Crazy song. Thank you. Let's break it down. How did you come up? Where were you? What were you thinking? How do you come up with that right there, Dear God? So uh, I would say Dear God started as like a poem like more three years ago where I just started off like Dear God. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, I found the beat online. Damn, I'm forgetting everybody's names right now. Mm-hmm. Encore Beats. Okay. I just like, it, I, I popped up, I clicked it. I was in my car, driving somewhere. The beat came out, I just said, Dear God. 
yeah. there's a lot of questions that I have about the past. And then the song started there. And then I went to go record it in the studio, started it up. But I was like, I get in like spurts where I don't really feel like recording. Okay. So I started recording it, and then I ended up going on tour. Yeah. So like, I was just like, damn, you know? I wasn't really like, I, was, I remember in the studio, I started recording, I was closing down. So he's like, bro, if you want to like come and finish all these tonight, I was like, ah, no, nah, I just don't feel like I'm like ready to finish, dear God. Like I yeah. feel like I need to go through more in life, you know. Yeah. There's more that needs to happen. And when did when did you start recording it? Uh, I started recording it like a year ago. Yeah, yeah. That's Maybe crazy. About a year ago, yeah. But it was like just that, those first like four lines. Yeah. And then like when I went on that tour, I was just like, yo, I need like a big play, you know. And like and then more things were happening in my life, and then it was just easier for me. Just the the, the words just flowed out. Yeah. And then I actually. I went to record a different music video. I left the tour, and I was like, yo, I'm going back to L.A. for a day to record this music video. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the studio and recorded Dear God too. Yeah. And then didn't finish it then either. Still needed the end because I was I was trying to figure out a way yeah. to have the song end with me saying amen. Because I, I, I knew where I wanted to start, yeah. and I knew where I wanted to end. Because it's basically like you started at A, and you wanted to finish at Z. Exactly. And the way how you did it, it's almost a lot of it was, it almost seemed like if you weren't listening closely, you tricked them a lot of the time. It almost seemed like it was blasphemy in certain parts. Mm. You're questioning a lot. There was a lot of questionable stuff, but then yeah. when you finish it, when you got to the end... end Amen. Whoa. And see, what people don't understand is that's literally like the microcosm of any believer's life. Yeah. Everyone has different questions. Yeah. But then you just say, fuck it. Amen. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like, you just, you just like, you know yeah. what? Yeah. Forget it. No, that was crazy. The visuals, crazy. How did you even come up with those visuals? You just sit down and just say, I want a dope ass. Like, I want this shit to be like Jesus. Yeah. And I wanted, that's basically what I sat down. I was like, I was yeah. thinking like Passion of the Christ. Yeah. I was thinking things like that. Like, you know, if I had more money, it would have been crazier. Yeah. You know, but basically I was just thinking like, man, I would love to just like recreate Passion of the Christ type shit, you know? Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And that's one of your more popular visuals right now yeah. on your YouTube page. Yes. Yeah, it's like, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to end up being my most, my biggest song. Because mm-hmm. I mean... It's way bigger than she cheated again. Was at at the point it was at. I was so, about to get into that one there yeah, too. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Um, man, that song needs some more fucking recognition, man. Yeah. I tell you what, but you know, I think things come with patience and time. Yeah. People, people will catch on to it eventually. But yeah, I just, I love that song, man. I could go on for hours about it. Yeah, love it. No, it's, it's definitely because again, as you said, it took you a long time to really construct all of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the fact that you leave it and you come back to get your mind back into that space there mm. and to continue on and the way how you did it, amazing. Thank you. And if Thank that's you. what you're doing now, imagine what you're going to be doing in five years from now mm. if yeah. you continue on that trajectory. Mm. Yeah. Hell yeah. That does look good. Yeah. She cheated. How did you come up with that one there? Man, that was after just a situation I'd been through. She cheated again. It was just like a microcosm of a relationship that I had been through with like mm. different add-ons and different things to make it more relatable from different people's perspectives. Yeah. But basically, it was a, a rendition of my relationship. Yeah. And then I guess the visuals, again, were were you shooting yourself or you were acting like somebody else that was supposed to shoot you? It was me shooting myself. Yeah. It was like, you know, the person in the mirror. Yeah. Like shooting, shooting you. It's like who you, who your reflection is like trying to like speak to you. Yeah. Being like, yo, smarten up, you know? Crazy. And have you always been so artistic or this is something you discovered along the way? I think, I guess I've always been pretty artistic. I always just like think of like, yo, what's like a dope, like, like once again, just sit down and like think like, what's dope? Because I don't want to just put out no like random ass, you know, you, 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 you there's like three aspects to like making a song blow up. Yo, okay, so I need a dope song. Okay. Right? So I'm always like, I always say, I'm like, hey, yo, man, if I just make the dopest song in the world, it's going to blow up. 
what <laughs> what makes a dope song though? There's like you know there's there, there's like for example, mm-hmm. what makes a dope song? A song like Dear God's Undeniable. Yes, one hundred percent. It doesn't need a major label to make it go big. Yeah. You know, but then there's songs that like need to be discovered because like uh, like this is what I, this is how I this is how I, this is how I explain it, bro. Mm-hmm. This is how I explain it. This is how I explain it. Mm-hmm. And this is just like just these are just like the facts of life. It's yeah. like right now, yeah. 90%, 90%, 90%, 95% of the songs out right now, yeah. I could recreate. And I've seen you dabble just to say, okay, I can do it. Yeah, like I like I could listen to most songs on the radio mm-hmm. and besides maybe not have the same voice, but I can make that song. Mm-hmm. But there is no one on there's no other artist right now who can make Dear God. Got you. There's no, there's no other artist who can make that right now. Yeah. And and project that like that. Mm-hmm. So that's how I know a song's undeniable. You know, it's just like listening to Adele. Yeah. Never mind, I'll yeah. find. No one else can make that. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you know it's going to do well, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, that's like that's how I know a song's. When, when a song can't be recreated mm-hmm. and it doesn't need to be pushed through a major platform for it to blow up Mm -hmm. then it's a dope song yeah i feel like that makes sense what would it actually take since we're talking about major what would it actually take for you to sign to a major since you're doing so good on your own so early in your career uh just the right situation right now i have a pretty good situation right now with distribution they put it out but Mm -hmm. it's with like three dope three dope companies after i went on tour with tech so it's a good distribution but it's also great because i still I'm independent. Yeah. And I own all my own shit. So mm-hmm. just for a major label situation wise, it would just have to be right. Yeah. You know, I, I'm I want, you know, control of my shit. I don't want no nobody telling me when and when I can't put my shit out. Yeah. I don't want I don't want no one's opinion on shit. I love opinions. Yeah. And I'm always gonna listen to them. But at the end of the day I wanna have final say. Yeah. You know, like but so yeah, just that. Take the right amount of money. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gotta it's gotta be enough money to where it's like, yo, I get this money and I'll be good if I yeah. decide to stop making music for at least like thirty to forty years, living, <laughs> living like living a yeah. above middle yeah. middle class lifestyle. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's quite so. Then that's really what it would take for you to actually go full on. Into yeah, and, and people that are gonna like. I, I believe. I'd be like. I just. I feel like. I deserve to be a priority. Yeah. You know, because I know right now, you know, if you put like someone put a, if someone put a million dollars behind me, I'd be one of the big, I may be low key the biggest artist in the world. Yeah. So it's like, it's just someone who believes in me, mm-hmm. you know, and is not just going to throw me on the back burner. But I think right now with your organic reach right now, I think if somebody came to you and said, here's a million, let's put it behind you, you'll get there faster, mm-hmm. but organic will feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I would definitely feel better. I love, I love, like you know, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a certain confidence. Yeah. Like when I'm talking. Yeah. Or like when I'm talking to other people, just like you can't fuck with me. Yeah. Because you, you can't, because you can't do what I can do. Yeah. By yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, so no one can tell me shit. Yeah. Like you know, at the end of the day, because I make like this is I generate this. Yeah. So it's like there's a different con- there's a different mindset and confidence yeah. when people ask. I think you, you know? like that too. You, oh, I, you I like, like that. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to build it to a certain point. That's why the thing now is really the shows now. Yeah. I want to be able to really pack these shows out in big yeah. venues so where it's just like, yeah. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> the leverage points are different yeah. when you could do stuff like that. And that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, man. I motivate everybody to do it that way, man. When mm-hmm. you build it yourself, yeah. it's a lot better because then no one else can break it but yeah. you. Yeah, and I guess you want to control your image because clearly look at your hair and stuff right away as you see you. Okay, that's Dax. Yeah, you know right away. Dax. Yeah, 
Stacks. I know you know. Yeah, for sure. How did you even come up with that, dear? Stacks. That's just my name. Yeah, it, it is Dax. You know. Yeah. But that, so that's whole, so that you see me. I want so for example, it's just like it's, like I, it's, so when you see me, hey, yeah. hey, that's Dax, right? When people yeah. see me on the street, like, is that Dax? Yeah. So that's how I came up with my Instagram name. So when they see like, yeah, that's Dax. So then when I'm talking Sky. though, it's. Yeah. It's Dax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I'm Dax. I'm not going to say, I'm Dax. It's Dax. Yeah. So just like, you know, like, you say that, that's Dax. I say, it's Dax. I'm yeah. here. It's Dax. Your your way of thinking is so deep. But it's, so simple. It's simple. I say it's simple complexity. Yeah. That's Man. the hardest thing to achieve, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's Everybody what, could get complicated. See. But that simple complexity. Yes. Yes. And that's a big thing with rapping, too. Yeah. A fucking five-year-old could understand my shit yeah. and be like, yo, that's crazy. Yeah. But then someone who's 50 could be like, yo, did you hear what he just said? But the five-year-old won't get it. Yeah, yeah. But the complexity is still there, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's like, if if we're in terms of writing, it's legible. Mm-hmm. So it's yes, like, I write, yes, yes. I don't write cursive. Mm-hmm. I print. Yeah. <laughs> very clearly. So everybody could. Very clearly. Mm-hmm. But some people appreciate how neat the printing is. Some people appreciate the fact that they can read it. Yeah. Makes sense. Simple complexity. Yeah. Simply complicated. And you've always been like this? Yeah, for sure. Do you have brothers and sisters? I have two older sisters. And what was it like in your house where they thinkers also are? What was that like? Um, I don't even know. Like I was really to myself, it was just basketball. Yeah. But like I spent a lot of time with my sisters. Rasheen moved moved out when I was like, I don't even remember, like just getting into high school, she moved away. Yeah. And then Andrea was always doing her own thing. She was mm-hmm. very smart. She's got a... You could tell clearly that runs in the family. Yeah, she's she's uh, she's shit. I think she's... I don't know if she got a PhD or some shit like that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, she's super smart. Dad's super smart. Mom's a fucking monster. Super smart. Yeah. So, yeah. Crazy. What do your parents do? My dad lives in uh, Lebanon, Pennsylvania. He's an okay. engineer out there. Okay. And then my mom, I think now she's a CNA. When I was younger, she had a bunch of different jobs, but I think now she's a, she works with like older people. A real African family. African, man. Yeah. Pure bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pure bread. Hustling. Hustling. When it comes to the art of freestyling, mm-hmm. that seems lost on a, a lot of rappers nowadays. Yeah, I think freestyling is just one thing where you just got to... I tell people this all the time. It's just like... It's like it's like working out. Yeah, you got to get warmed up. You know, what I mean, as you as you do it more, you get better. And you know, as time goes on, it's just like you just get better at it. It's like practice. Yeah. You like freestyling? I enjoy freestyling. I think now as I'm getting as a bigger artist, it's like everyone always wants me to do it. Yeah. So I'm just always like now. I just like I'm not always because I, if I start doing it everywhere, people are always gonna say to do it. And I don't always want to do it. <laughs> you know, it's just like you yeah. you you want like there's. There's there's just levels to shit. For sure. You know what I mean? You have to be able to you have to you have to be able to put a price on the work you do and not be accessible to do it all the time or else people take it for granted. Yeah. And then it dilutes. You understand. I understand. It's close but yet so far. Explain. Where you could see me, you could almost touch me, but you can't get to me all the time. I control yeah. when you could get to me. Exactly. I, I always have, you know, exactly. I I get you gotta for any successful artist who wants to be successful, you have to be able to distinguish when and when not. You have to be able to distinguish when to do this, when to do that. If you have no, if you don't, you end up in jail. Fuck mm-hmm. it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Got one question before I get you to this round called Rapid Facts, all right? Mm. I know when you're doing poetry, you want it to be the Drake of poetry. Mm-hmm. Now you're rapping. Who do you want to be the rap of? I mean, I want to be, obviously, the Dax of rap. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I would like to have, I would like to have, 
the type of impact on people that that Tupac had in my own way, though. You know, I'm from a totally, I'm cut from a different cloth. I'm from a different background. Mm-hmm. You know, not to say where he's from, or I don't, you know, I don't really know the specifics of everything. But like, I'm just, I'm my own person. You know what I mean? So in terms of effect on people, I would love that type of effect where people really appreciate you and you change lives. Yeah. You know, for the type of person you are and what you stand for and the motivation and things like that. So I would like to have an impact like that. Yeah. Musical wise. Um, yeah, I would like the, the impact of the person he had on people. Music wise impact, man, I'm trying to, you know. No, I would like to have an impact musical wise like the band Queen. Yes. You know, we are the champions. Yeah. Like yeah. That, I would love to have some impact like that musical wise. Um. And then you know, like obviously, I, I love basketball. You know, family wise, like I like the I like the, I like the family environment that LeBron seems to have built. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'd love to have a family like that. You know what I mean. At least for the surface value of what we see. For sure. And I would like to have that type of family. Um, so yeah, family, music, uh, personal impact. So yeah, I think it's pretty mm-hmm. good. Makes sense. I was gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you one more before. Hell yeah, I love questions, man. Yeah. When it comes to your tattoos, give me some of the significance oh, of some of your tattoos. Nice. Um. Every single, all my tattoos, they all mean something. Yeah. You know, for example, like these arms go here, they all, and they're all symmetrical too. So what you see on the left is usually a story for, it's like left to right, like a book, right? So this is like God's gift, great, chase greatness, elude mediocrity. Then these are the steps to greatness. Then greatness is not an outcome, it's a choice. Mediocrity is the result of complacency. Then this is just like a random black power fist. Yeah. And then stay strong. But these ones are pointed at me because they're messages for me that I need. And then these ones stay stronger pointed at the public because those are things I want to tell people to do, yeah. stay strong. And then, yeah, just they all go. I got poems on here, all different type of shit. You don't even make sense how deep you are. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I really want to know what goes on in the mind of Dax. It's interesting, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's some interesting shit, man. I think it's just like, like I just simplify a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Everything is just like, if you just breathe and simplify things, whatever you want to do is achievable. You know, it's just like music. You know, you got to fucking, at the end of the day, you got to get people to listen to your shit. Yeah. So, you know, make a good product, mm-hmm. any business, send it to people, get people to listen. You can't, you can't, you can't overscale your brand. You yeah. know, you can't. Like if you try to do too much too quick, the whole base will break. It will fall. It will fall. fall you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. any any business. So it's like that's the way. Like I just simplify shit. Yeah. No, your your way of thinking is great. Thank it's you. amazing. Thank you. I mean, now I now I kind of understand what you say when you say you're getting old, even though you're 25. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is laughable, but because of how your mind is so advanced. That's why you're thinking like a 45, 50-year-old. Yeah. That's why you might feel like that in your soul, mm-hmm. not really your age. And just in music, too, like the, the, the learning curve in music is so small. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's not like a normal job. Yeah. Because it's like you have you have a period of time to learn from mistakes. In music, There's the mistake could be the mistake. You know, so it's like you just have to learn. You have to learn faster. I feel like in the mm-hmm. entertainment industry, mm-hmm. because like you know, I don't. I don't believe in waves. Yeah. You know, people be like, oh, you know, he's, he's hot right now. Yeah. I don't make music where it's like I'm hot right now. You know, I could, I could, I can drop Dear God a year from now and yeah. do the same thing. It doesn't matter when you can make stuff like Dear God. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as waves. Makes sense. You know, I could put that out when I'm 40 to be yeah. the same shit. You know, so it's like, good music is good music. Good music is good music with a good visual and all that shit. Yeah. So 
I don't know what the fuck I was talking about, but right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> let me get you into this rapid facts. Rapid facts is where I ask you some quick questions. You give me back the quick answers. Hell yeah. All right. I fuck with it. What's your favorite color? Green. All right. Your biggest fear. Um. Damn. That's a really deep question. I know. My biggest fear. Damn, we just killed the whole rapid fire. <laughs> I just know, but that's, that's the type of question you really got to think wisely of how you answer. Yeah. You know what I mean? My biggest fear is not leaving the impact on the world I want to while still here. Got you. Understandable. Yeah. You know what I mean? We took a while to get there, but we got yeah, there. Yeah. All right. Favorite food? Rice. All right. Are you a cooker or a cleaner? Uh, neither. Cooker, neither. though. I'd say cooker out of one. All right. What's the last book you read or listened to? The last book I read was the Mike Tyson book. Okay. Yeah. How was it? Man, it was roller coaster. Crazy life. Yeah. What's your hobby? Besides music, basketball. Okay. What's your hidden talent? Basketball. <laughs> because now, like, a lot of people don't even know I played, yeah. but it's like... Yeah, but that's so what you actually did first before yeah, you got exactly. into rapping. But now, like, I'll play and be like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. What do you do to relax? Sleep. Okay. Makes sense. One song that had the biggest influence on your life? Dear God. Yeah. Very smart. I like that. Favorite movie? Now the Joker. Okay. I didn't see it, but I heard it's pretty intense. Whoa. whoa yeah. Whoa. Hmm. Roller coaster. Okay. Water or juice? Water at this point. Okay. Salty or sweet? Salty. Okay. Favorite comedian of all times? Shit, Cat Williams was pretty funny. Those, yeah. I used to watch those funny yeah. shit. Okay. One word or phrase you say too much? I knew <laughs> I knew I knew 100 I, I, feel like I, had, I feel like I had to say that <laughs> I was waiting I said okay where, where is it where yeah. is it alright we came to the end of the rapid facts listen the floor is yours anything you want to say anybody you want to shout out anything right now the floor is yours 100% shout out my manager Brittany Boston uh huh shout out everybody who's ever had sound shout out my parents mm hmm my role models, my parents, my only idols are my parents. I don't idolize, I don't idolize anybody else but my fucking parents, all right? So don't ask me again, people. Okay. Um, shout out to everybody who's ever been involved in everything I do. There's millions of names. Um, shout out to anybody who has a dream. Make sure you chase your dreams. Mm -hmm. You know, do something today that's going to bring you closer to your dreams. You know, you only get one life to live. You know, don't live it in fear of what other people are going to think about you because at the end of the day, they probably aren't even thinking about you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, man, just live legendary and crown yourself. Makes sense. Your conversation was so deep. That's oh, yeah, man. crazy, 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 Thank crazy. You. They want to find you online. Give them your social. Just put in D-A-X and you'll find me. And if you don't, that means I'm trash. 
you're not working hard enough. Not working hard enough, exactly. All right. Can't wait to see so much more from you, 2020. So much coming from you. You're an amazing artist. Thank you, man. Amazing artist. Appreciate you. All right. Shout out Brittany Boston. She definitely made it happen. One yes. caller, we made it happen right away. Hell yeah. All right. Can't wait to sit down and talk to you again. All Me right? too, man. Come back six months to a year from now. It's going to be a whole different story. My door is always open for yes, you. sir. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Muscle, and this has been another Two Line Music Hut Entertainment Report podcast, and we are out. This podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusichut.com. <laughs>